As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, it's spooky season. Scary skeletons all around. It's Halloween on Apathetic Enthusiasm. It's Halloween time. Oh, grim gritting ghosts come out to socialize. Socialize. Uh, it's Halloween season again on Apathetic Enthusiasm. And guess what? Uh, sp- scary ghouls and goblins are coming your way on this episode. are here to ruin <laughs> your surprise. Oh, we got a very, very scary show for you today. But before we get into that, Travis, I, I think it's best we get some, uh, ghosts cleaning social, social media links ghost cleaning haunted house cleaning haunted house cleaning happening thank you brandon <laughs> if you want to follow us like a creature in the night <laughs> then you can go to twitter.com and search apathusiast uh yeah we're at apathusiast i'm at Jogomino. he's at barnyard cruise you can also find us on facebook facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show email us at apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com apathetic underscore enthusiasm over on instagram and our website apathetic enthusiasm.com we are streaming 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 live streaming live on twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm or you can catch video versions of this podcast and everything else that we produce at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm uh thanks to everybody that subscribes over there you can like follow do all those cool things uh t-shirts you can go to our tpublic apathetic enthusiasm.com slash shop is the best way to get a curated collection of t-shirts uh maybe there's a spooky one out there i don't know Ooh, brandon spooky. hasn't updated the list lately i don't know on my on uh, also, yeah no yeah you're right no it's not scary i should have done for Pal- damn it we yeah, think of Valentine's all these, Day. We you think could have of, done spooky, spooky <laughs> Valentine's Day uh, we, t-shirts. We think of all. We, I do it all the time. We think of the good ideas after it's like, oh yeah, that would have been a good. idea. I mean, technically, you have like a good two hours before this actually <laughs> hits people's podcatchers if you want to update it. So 
you go to the T Public page and see if Brandon updated the list of T-shirts. <laughs> Only you can find out. Uh, also, you can go to patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thanks to all the patrons for supporting us. We love you most of all. Uh, Brandon, how how goes it? Welcome welcome back to a fun, loose, improvisational, apathetic enthusiasm. Hey, thank you for having me, Travis. Uh this is a first, I, I'm, o- I'm always honored when you bring me bring me onto the show uh, to, oh, yeah. to to my talk pleasure. to talk a little bit uh, about things that are that are going on in, in my life and uh, I just I really I really love apathetic enthusiasm I think you do a great job hosting it thanks appreciate and uh, yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to all the magnificent guests you have lined up uh, for I, f- for next season I I can't wait for this to be. Um the the longest uh employment period on my resume yeah so that's look forward to that should be should be a lot of fun retire from, uh, yeah from tons AE. of yeah tons of tons of great guests mm-hmm. uh coming coming down uh it's just um as soon as we talk to them or ask them to be on the show i'm sure it's gonna be great uh can't, what, can't 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 be better what is what is the most difficult thing you have when interviewing somebody on this show um their existence okay um, I mean, yeah. we've had we've had interviews on this show yeah of course of course I'm, of course yeah, yeah, but yeah. what is the biggest hurdle you have when you are interviewing them uh, what is the biggest hurdle sorry what is the biggest <laughs> hurdle you have uh maybe i maybe i'm not saying it loud enough three three feet <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Asking questions, I guess. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I like I like for our interviews to have a conversational tone. Uh-huh. And and there are times when we prepare questions in advance, but uh do not always effectively work those into a conversation. So it can it can sometimes feel a little forced. Okay. All right. But uh but I think we've definitely gotten better at that. I think that's what I, like I think that's that's what that's what editing is for, right? That's what Oh. You edit the show. <laughs> uh yeah, I I I listen I'm not a big podcast listener as you know. As you know, Travis, I'm not a big podcast listener, but but periodically I do. I I I've been listening to a couple Oh, okay. Uh, uh, the the first one I've been listening to is the entire city, uh, which is uh, a podcast with uh, Doctor Steve Gronert Ellerhoff, uh, a, a friend of mine through another friend of mine, Tiffany Hersey. Uh, he's been on the my, the Twilight Zone podcast a couple of times, and uh, it's it's a cool little podcast. Him and this this guy that he knows, they talk about short stories. Uh, each of them reads a short story, uh, and then and then they talk about it. So, like the first episode, they talked about Edgar Allan Poe sh- uh, short stories, and um, you know, just described and talked about the the plot. Got got go down like the little rabbit hole of analyzing and stuff like that. And it's it's kind of fun. Uh, they've done other stories where where I'm just like, I, you know, I would like I should read more because I'm interested in in hearing these these stories and and hearing these. Uh, two men who have they've been a part of academia in some way shape or form writing about short stories and and anal- analyzing them uh so it's interesting so that's the first one you said it was called the entire city yeah i believe it's the entire city yeah 
And is that like a like weekly podcast? It's uh, it's uh, every other week. Every other week. Okay. Yep. I'm 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 writing these down because I'm like, by <laughs> Thursday, usually my commute is like, well, I guess I'll listen to this audio book <laughs> or yeah, find a find a playlist on Spotify that I'm I'm feeling. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, Matt wants me to say rounding the bases. I don't listen to that. Oh, oh I, yeah, no, I listen to that one too. <laughs> rounding the bases on apatheticenthusiasm.com sometimes mm, yeah or streaming live at twitch oh wait no 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 we're not pulling them on either it's too much work yeah i mean you gotta get up in this network yeah even less even less consistent than than we are with with, with recording uh Oh really? I thought uh, is it dwindling? Have, no. have they hit the twenty five episode hurdle? Is it, what is the largest hurdle you have with rounding the bases? They they they're on we're on twenty six now twenty seven I think. Oh shoot! I got real close. Yeah yeah yeah. As close as I could without going over <laughs> Price is Right rules. No they uh it, it no it, it they every, they only missed one week so far but it is we just there's not a set time like we record every every week at like six or seven ish uh pacific time we started with them like on tuesday then wednesday then saturday then sunday morning and sunday evening then sunday morning i can't do it on mondays obviously uh so we've we've been doing it like on tuesday evenings uh which which chelsea loves because it takes me away from dinner and the family the two two work nights in a row happy happy to help (laughs) um but uh, yeah, running the bases, whatever. It's 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 fun. It's fun hanging out with those guys. Uh, but the but that's not the the other one I'm listening to. The other one I'm listening to, especially for Halloween, uh, it's a uh, Heather Ann Campbell who is a writer on Rick and Morty, but she's also on Whose Line Is It Anyways? Uh, the the current Whose Line Is It Anyways? Uh, she does this podcast for the Earwolf Network called How Did That Get Played? Instead of oh, had, okay, had yeah. to get had to get made, uh, and uh, I I saw her post on Twitter that they were going to go they were going to talk about uh, the seventh guest, which is a, a CD ROM game from the mid nineties, I think ninety three, and I played that maybe about fifteen years ago for the first time because uh, John Coffelt uh, rec- recommended it, and so I played it. I got got through it and so oh I'm like oh yeah I want, I'm gonna listen to it uh, so that's that's kind of a fun podcast they they also uh, for this month it's how did how did that get slayed <laughs> oh oh yeah so, I think I've I think I've heard her guest on um comedy bang bang because okay. that's that's at your wolf network that makes uh, sense that makes yeah. sense so um yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they, they covered uh, Silent Hill 2 uh m- more recently. Um and uh it's yeah, I've only listened to, to two of the episodes, but I'm interested enough to to keep keep going on it. It was fun. Nice. Fun fun thanks. Fun, How about, fun, fun fun. What uh what do you what podcast do you listen to? I know I know <laughs> uh everyone listening to us is like, yeah, let's hear some podcasts. What, let's hear what, about other podcasts. Um all right. Well, uh, my day starts off very early, uh, and uh, the first the first <laughs> podcast in the playlist uh, is always Up First by NPR, where I get three news stories every day on my way to work 
so I oh. can sound like I know what's going on with the world. <laughs> uh, it's about 10 to 15 minutes long, and it's just enough for me <laughs> to be know about the three top-ish stories happening. Uh, that's, a very, that's a very, very quick podcast. No wonder you're done by Wednesday. Well, yeah, but it's daily. So I, I yeah, listen I to that like every day. You say uh, all up till Wednesday. Yeah, I just listened to the news about Monday on Thursday afternoon. <laughs> uh, it's it's super handy. Um, but I do listen to that. Sometimes I will listen to The Daily um, with uh, Michael Barbaro. This is The Daily, uh, which is another, that's a more long format uh, news podcast, but that's, I it has to be the right topic. So today I listened about uh, China's looming economic crisis, which was oh. uh, interesting because of uh, potential housing issues, the housing boom that may. Uh... Anyway, go check out the daily if you want to hear that. <laughs> uh, so those those are those are the the news the the, the podcast I use to keep up on current events, uh, and then immediately after uh, feeling smart and educated by listening to news podcasts, uh, I tend to either turn on Comedy Bang Bang on Monday, uh, which is uh, Scott Ackerman uh, pro- probably on Mount Podmore, uh, arguably. Uh, and he has guests on, but they do improvisational, uh, so they usually have like one real guest, right? So, um, an actor, a writer, like a director, whoever. And then after that, they'll have comedians on who do improv as some sort of character and they always play it in character and things like that. Um, and it's just good laugh, just good, good, fun, fun laugh. Uh, I listened to a podcast, um, by Hank Green and John Green, uh, called oh, yeah. Dear Hank and John. Uh, if you those guys know the Green Brothers, the uh, they, uh, they, they, they um, wrote a book uh, about fame they, and social media wrote, stuff. They wrote tons of books. Yeah, the uh, one John but Green the one, is a writer. But, but the one we <laughs> so, covered on the on the podcast. Did we actually cover that? Yeah, we did. We did cover right, it. Absolutely remarkable thing. I'll send yeah. it to you so you can read it. Yeah, Maybe yeah, not. yeah. Because it talks about the ladders of of fame. Yeah, 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 that's that's it. Anyway, um, they do a dubious advice podcast where fans write in and then they uh, give dubious advice and then answer and then give updates on Mars and AFC Wimbledon uh, every week. So, All right. So, but they're they're fun to listen to. And then, um, and then later on in the week, what else do I get into? Um, I usually listen to parts of whatever episode we. <laughs> review for quality control um I'm, and i'm glad you do i'm i'm glad you do four days after it, it aired. yeah just to make well, sure that tip, quality is good there's there's always that tuesday morning when i'll see our new episode in the podcast feed and i'll be like grab my phone hey brandon um <laughs> didn't, up, yeah. didn't update the title this week i see i have to update like, the title in five dang different it, places. I, I did that i did that already I have to update it in five different places, and some t- sometimes it's in a place that doesn't matter that I miss. Other times it's in the Apple Podcast title screen. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, fair enough. So, so it's just it it there's a lot. It's not streamlined in any way, shape, or form. But whatever, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I I listen. I kind of dabble around. Sometimes I'll just like see what's trending or, or what's what's uh 
happening. I've been trying to get into more audiobooks lately oh, mm-hmm. uh, because I have a lot more time behind the wheel. Uh, so, yeah, I've been, I've been tempering uh, the time. I, I like I, I'll I'll get those early podcasts early in the week, and then I'm like, all right, I'll listen to this book or whatever. Uh, we talked about it today. Uh, I might be getting the Dune audiobook Ooh. so that I can. So wait, let's talk about Dune real quick. Yeah, let's Not, do it. Uh, no Dune spoilers for anybody that cares about that sort of thing. Um, you told me today that you watched uh, the 1984 Dune last night. That's correct. Was this the Was this the first time you'd seen that movie? It is the first time I've seen it. Yeah, I, I and, and I started watching it Friday night. Uh, okay. And I fell asleep, and then I started watching a little bit after D and D on Saturday night, and then I so uh, late. fell asleep again, and then uh, last night uh, I I I rewound it to the part that I do remember, and then I started it again, which it was like basically forty minutes in, uh, and the the movie's like two hours and ten minutes. Okay. So, 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 I, so I finished it up. Yeah, it was the first time I'd ever so seen you, it before. You're you, no other. Have you, you never read the book before? No. Okay. The, so the, the only the only uh, I knew my my uncle Daniel, him and his I think one of his friends, uh, they they like they watched the movie. They liked they liked the movie. Uh, so my exposure was to like knowing vaguely that they that they liked the movie. Uh, there's also a Sega Genesis game of Dune, and it was like a turn-based, you know, turn-based right. strategy. I, there's just always like cultural references that I've uh, picked up about Dune from like nerd circles. The spice, yeah, controls the spice, controls the galaxy, or whatever. I don't know. Controls <laughs> yeah. the world, controls the yeah, yeah, yeah. Save, save, uh, save I've never seen Dune. Save the world, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Save the cheerleader. Save the spice. Save <laughs> the Spice Girls. Uh, so, so yeah. So we were talking today how neither of us had seen any Dune. Obviously, brand new, uh, just released this weekend. Uh, Dune film uh, available in theaters and on HBO Max. So we talked about it. You watched the 1984 version first. Yes, I had thought about doing that, but I didn't. So I'm going to watch the new one first, okay. and then we're going to flip-flop. You're going to watch the new one second, then I'll go back and watch the first one, and in two weeks, we'll try to remember any of it <laughs> for, a, for a new podcast. And, and maybe and maybe squeeze the, the books in, depending on, on timing. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, books. We'll read a book. A book. We're not reading all the Dune books. I think, there, I think there's three three books, maybe? Uh, something like that uh but uh yeah just the the first the first book uh, i i am going on a trip on sunday uh down to cape canaveral and so on the on the flight i will probably i might try to pick up dune so i can start reading it um there you go i don't know how much that's going to taint either movie but fuck it that's not that's not the that's not the experiment we're doing here we're talking about yeah. the movie specifically. Movie dunes. <laughs> do move. I mean, you could you could just watch the the new movie and then start reading the book. Well, I don't know. He may not. Oh have yeah, I, I guess I I guess I could do. That. Yeah, no, I've got I've got time before Sunday. Yeah. 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 There's time now. Yeah, I'm not going to read the book before I get on a plane. <laughs> that's what that's what planes are for. <laughs> that's insanity. Books. Um all right, cool. Well, um cool. 
tune in in two weeks for our full <laughs> uh, Dune spectacular. Um, yeah, but you know, it's it's it is the week of of All Hallows Eve. It is spooky season. Brandon, you're uh, you're you're the the master of fright in terms of our <laughs> collective mm-hmm. podcasting. Master of frights, welcome to your frightmare. Wait, is you can't you can't make nightmare even scarier, can you? By changing it to frightmare, using that I, as a pun, I think that is slightly scarier. Oh, okay. I, I, I'd argue. Oh, I'd sh- argue you've done it, sir. Oh shit! It is a frightmare when you're you're scared, and then you get you get, you're more scared. I think a frightmare is when you pay extra at Universal Studios <laughs> to go go at nighttime. <laughs> But I want to. I want to go. I want the nightmare pass, but it doesn't come with the free uh, turkey leg. So I want to get the frightmare. <laughs> you get the frightmare turkey leg dipped in novelty blood. <laughs> dipped in like barbecue sauce. It's just watered down barbecue sauce <laughs> with like with maybe a little extra cayenne. Ooh. That spicy blood. <laughs> Available this October at Universal Studios. Get your, get your sweet baby rays. <laughs> Frightmare <laughs> sauce. Frightmare bread, sweet baby ray. <laughs> oh no. My power. Did you see my power? I did. I saw you flicker. Oh my gosh. Oh my oh, god. Goodness. Hey, good news. I'm I'm tethered on my phone. <laughs> Look oh. at that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god, dude! You, this is insanity. You know what's crazy? What's crazy? I'm tethered to my phone. So for folks listening on the audio version, the power of my house keeps going, like just keeps blacking out. It's like Everything's flash- flashing. Yeah, yeah. But what's really cool is I'm tethered to a hotspot, so the internet hasn't gone out. I'm still talking. My I'm on my laptop, which means that anytime the power goes off, it just goes to battery power. Yeah, you don't lose <laughs> power on it. Um, and yeah, what the hell is truly mobile? This is the mobile podcast setups dream. You could, (laughs) you could podcast from anywhere, Brandon. Basically, basically anywhere with decent 5g coverage. (laughs) The only thing that's going to fuck up is when the power goes out completely and my main monitor (laughs) goes (laughs) out and and I'm, and I'm, and I'm tied to just my, my laptop screen. Yeah. Yeah, That's Uh, fair. It's all this frightmare talk. It was <laughs> Halloween's like yeah. keep just get on with the show, man. Get on <laughs> get with it. Get on with it. Uh yeah, no, so Halloween Halloween is this Sunday. It's, I talked about I mean that's that's my f- scare is that <laughs> I have to go on a trip instead of going trick or treating with my kid on Sunday. Boo. So I'm not not too ha- not super happy about that. Um I don't you know, I don't care. I I usually I didn't care about trips for the most part and then all of a sudden because halloween i like halloween then i'm like oh i don't want to travel anymore <laughs> yeah yeah um but but travis going into halloween season i wanted to do a little a little something special for this episode uh, i'm i'm going to ask this question uh of of my cohorts over at rounding the bases on the next episode that uh that we record but I wanted to pass close, it over to close, you first. Close, close your ears, Matt, if you're if you're watching. <laughs> no, this is this is this isn't going to be a trivia for them. Mm. I I asked I asked you to just kind of uh, think about this going into the recording. But I want to know 
what is the spookiest, scariest real life story you have? And I'm not talking about like gore or like anything like that, but like, is there anything spooky that's ever happened to you that you can think of uh, that, that you can, that you can, that you can talk about? I don't know if there is, but even if there isn't make it up, you know, you know, it's funny, Brandon, cause you did mention this in messenger for me to think about. I didn't. <laughs> you didn't um, think of something spooky that's happened to me. I or, mean, or, or someone you know, or someone I know. Uh, I so I typically, um, I I tend not to overly like think like, oh, there's a ghost here. Um, in general. And I think I did. I have. I had a very, very active imagination as as a young boy, mm-hmm. and uh, and I mean, still, still now, I'm young boy, boy. <laughs> uh, and and so yeah, there would be times where you know something would happen, the power would flicker, you know, oh, what's that sound? And uh, and I would I would freak out or or think like something's going on, but I was also. Um, terribly uh scared of like all sorts of things i was a very nervous child Uh, not not really nervous but um i i never really liked scary movies much growing up or which you know i still don't tend to gravitate towards you know horror films yeah um so like yeah i don't i don't i didn't expose myself to a lot of that stuff so i guess most of the spooky things in my life were um times when i would be like is is there something here like there was there's been some ouija board you know times like you do sleepovers and stuff as a kid and people um but i don't know like i i can't think of anything i have uh like extended family especially like my wife's family who very very much believe in like ghosts and ghost hunters like that's like their shows that they watch they're like oh yeah the other night like i i was just laying in the bed and i looked across the room and there was a figure walking across the room and i and i looked at it and it looked at me and then and, I <laughs> and, we, and we we shared a little smile and i was like <laughs> were you high <laughs> like where did you eat too much food before you went to bed like i don't know like um i don't know so i i'm trying i'm i'm falling short on and, and obviously stalling no, for time i know i'm 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 in i'm interested in that you said you were you were a, a scared kid you you're you're scared of a lot of stuff was there was there super net like anything supernatural that you were you were scared of as a kid like or or was it just like I hope I don't. Uh, so so get early early childhood for... early childhood fears. <laughs> um, Wicked Witch of the West. Mm. Uh, from which it's funny because Wicked Witch of the West uh, from Wizard of Oz and the um, uh, the the tunnel scene from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, both yeah. of those as as a very young child, those were hide behind the couch moments for a young Travis. I. I, I, I will now claim both of those films as two of my personal favorites, but as a as a young young uh, viewer, uh, those moments uh, 
they scared the crap out of me. The, um, the, 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 the Wicked Witch, she she she's scary, and the, and the makeup the makeup was not very you know uh, calming either. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it, and then like even I I could see that even like in the melting part where she's melting, like just conceptually a person melting from getting water on them is yeah. is kind of is kind of frightening, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and I had to be like super young. I go think. take a bath, Brandon. Not after world. seeing that. Oh, what a world! Oh, what a world! <laughs> um. So yeah. So, but I I, I kind of outgrew those things pretty quickly. Um, but I remember like X-Files creeped me out, uh, as a kid. Um, I, I never really was like scared of like alien type stuff. Um, really, I think like paranormal type stuff was always probably the spookiest to me. Um, I could always like handle slasher movies or, or those types of things, uh, way easier than any of like ideas of like gooblins and goblins and <laughs> ghosts and uh i don't know that kind of stuff gooblins <laughs> every, every time you say gooblin uh yeah okay 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 uh the the, tun- the tunnel scene i know i know a lot of, of willy wonka i know a lot of people are frightened they they claim that was a, a scary part of of the movie for them uh it, it was it wasn't for for me i think the scariest part of willy wonka is the first quarter of it where uh where it's like get on with, living in poverty get on with it pull yourself <laughs> up by your bootstraps grandpa you need that foundation brandon you need that foundation to really appreciate the journey through cheer the up charlie don't be so sad shut up i'm gonna stir this laundry with a fork <laughs> And then she takes Me like a sock and out. Grandpa Joe, <laughs> uh, make the laundry go away. Poverty—that's what—that's what frightened me. Did you know that uh, originally they were going to have Sammy Davis Jr. do the the Candyman can? Sammy Davis Jr. Really? Yeah, yeah, because he did this the song Candyman, uh, but they didn't because he didn't want to take away from the rest of the movie. What a guy. What a I don't guy. know if that's true, but I feel like I read that or at least dreamt about it recently. Do you think the cabbage water that Charlie was sick of when he was doing his big reveal that he had bread <laughs> in his bag um, was actually the leftover water from the laundry vat that she brought home from work? <laughs> There's like no actual vegetables. She yeah. just... It's just dirty laundry water. Just spoon some some water into a jug. Drink some of this, Grandpa Joe, laying that's, in the bed for the last twenty years. That's that's why they're bedridden. She was poisoning them. <laughs> she was poisoning them with detergent. <laughs> oh, what a twist! What a twist in oh my that gosh. classic tale. Um, the, the I don't know what classic a, Halloween twist. What about you? Like what 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 scared you as a kid? What did scare me as a kid? A lot, a lot scared me as as a kid. But I was, I was, I was introduced to a lot of scary stuff because capitalism, of... <laughs> <laughs> poverty, capitalism, uh, the the bourgeoisie, the proletariat, <laughs> uh, the the red the red scare, 
Cold War, all these things I was exposed to at an early age. Uh, uh, the KGB coming in and taking my family away. <laughs> you know, I, I, I remember a long time ago, my, my grandmother, she said, Be, watch out for the thought police, Brandon. They're, they'll, they'll, they'll come to get you. Think good thoughts. Think happy thoughts. Think good thoughts, happy thoughts about the state. And about our king. <laughs> and uh, I never forgot that. I never forgot that lesson. Yeah. From, stuck from with her. you to this day. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I, I was exposed to a lot of, of horror and, and scary stuff at, at a young age uh, because my, my, my brother's five years older than me. My uncle was six years older than me. Uh, we'd go to my great grandfather's house. Uh, and my great grandfather had like six six or seven kids each of them had their own kids and then their kids and so we're all we'd all end up hanging out together and uh they were mostly my brother and my uncle's ages uh so i this young four five-year-old brandon would be hanging out with older kids watching watching you know scarier things uh which is uh, i got exposed to like a child's play and chucky and uh, nightmare on elm street and jason all those those things very 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 early um i i remember hanging out with my my aunt uh i must have been four this is like one of my earliest scariest memories i was like four years old and uh, we were watching children of the corn and by itself that movie's not super scary but it starts off with a with kids killing adults (laughs) like the kids take over the 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 town uh, of Gatlin, Missouri, Kansas, they kill all the adults and they, they worship something in the corn called the man who walks between the rows or something like that. And, uh, it's, it's a religion thing. Well, it's not really that, that scary at the end of the movie. Uh, it's got Linda Hamilton from, from Terminator. Uh, she's like on, she's like on like kind of a crucifix made of, of corn stalks. And there's this demon thing that like is underneath the ground and just like, it's kind of like you know, like in Tremors where like the, the ground pops up and you can tell something's moving. Like like Bugs Bunny on his way to Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's not scary now when you put it like that. These are my references. <laughs> um and uh I was like like that that kind of scared me. So I didn't want to I never I never wanted to go into corn again. Oh, it's avoid Nebraska, man. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Oh, I know. I know. I, I still, I'm still, corn creeps me out still to, to, to this day. Um, but when I, we, the movie was over, turned it off and like, I woke up, I thought I saw like skeletons dancing in, in the room. I don't know, four, like good skeleton dancing. Like there's yeah. not even any skeletons in the movie, but that's, that's what I saw that, that, that scared me. Uh, so, so like, <laughs> this, this is, this is, this has popped into my head as as you were talking. A traumatizing event for a young Travis on a Christmas Eve night. Uh grew up. I liked I liked Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh Pee Wee's Play good show. Good show. Enjoyed it. Um my for for lack of a better term, my aunt, uh my my uncle's long term term girlfriend at the time, uh got a peewee herman doll for christmas yeah that it like talks and stuff 
Pull but string. For some it was reason, a pull string. Pull string. Yeah, yeah. There was like a depiction of it on the side of the box that looked like it was like walking or something. And for whatever reason, in my brain, I was convinced that that doll could walk on its own. <laughs> and I was freaked out for the rest of the evening that that doll was going to get me. Yeah. I, like, like ruined Christmas. Like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to be in the same room as the thing. I don't know how old I was. I was, I was very young, I'm sure, but let me like 12 at least. But <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it was, uh, 30 minutes ago. It was, it was the last Christmas. <laughs> there, there's a, uh, I have a, I have that Pee Wee Herman doll still my, at my wow. at my parents' house. They're like, "You are you going to take this home with you one of these days?" I'm like, "No, I it stays here. It stay it stays here. It is because it, it's because it's creepy and it's and it's old too. So it it's ca- it is kind of creepy though, right? Like, yeah, it's so yeah, it's okay. absolutely creepy. So <laughs> super creepy. I uh, find a picture and, of it. And the and the pull string doesn't the pull string doesn't work. I mean, it still pulls. But you know how pull string toys ended up being eventually like after a little bit of time they started they didn't work anymore. So so where it used to go like <laughs> now it's like <laughs> uh, with the with the with the hyper pink cheeks too on this thing. Yeah. Uh yeah. This is a this is a kind of a creepy doll. Yeah. Pee's Playhouse. Yeah. Ooh, you could get the cherry accessory. I had cherry. Um, Oh my gosh! Look at you and your privileged yeah. life of privilege. <laughs> I love, I love, I love Pee Wee Herman, man. Look at that. That's yeah. That's kind of a that's kind of a creepy doll. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I feel I feel justified in uh, sh- my sh- childhood terror. You should. Now. You should. Uh, I'm gonna mail you <laughs> randomly <laughs> my my Pee Wee doll. <laughs> uh, uh, let me see. It's probably fetching a pretty penny. Oh. You don't have it in the box, do you? No, man. No way. Oh, okay, then you're then you're looking at only about forty bucks on eBay. Oh, that's but good. Vintage 1987 Pee Wee Herman talking 17 inch postable pull string doll. How much? How much is it uh, for pristine condition? Uh, so this uh, mint in box three hundred and ninety eight dollars. Oh, that doesn't that doesn't feel like much. Weak, weak Pee Wee. <laughs> Here it is. Okay, the picture. On the oh no, that's not it. And that just says I talk. <laughs> okay, okay. Did you find it? It's <laughs> here's here's the images, guys. Uh sorry, this is not this is not gonna play as well for, for the audio <laughs> listeners. Um, but here's the side of the box, and it looks like he's kind of like walking around. Oh, he's like <laughs> Yeah, he's doing like, he's doing his old dance. He's doing his old peewee his, dance. Yeah. Uh yeah, so Yeah, no, oh, no, I cherry and all the Yeah. So these images it makes sense. Ha- haunted my uh you know, subconscious. And I I'm glad I'm glad we could come back around to this. I am no I so yeah, he's he's standing up uh, the other side of the box, he, he's standing up in a different way, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame you for being scared of that, that yeah. thing. Scared the crap out of me. Uh, because after I saw, which if we look, okay. 87, I, I had, I was maybe five, four or five years old. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's justifiable. Uh, five, I, five year olds don't know crap. Uh, I became <laughs> afraid of of dolls and toys like that around that around that time. I I I didn't want to be around him. Like same like my buddy didn't want to be around my buddy. I uh, loved my buddy. I love my I, buddy. Yeah, Ch- Child's Play did not do any do any favors. Yeah, I didn't watch Child's Play. I just saw the my buddy cartoon. Or uh, commercials. Uh, there, there's this, there's this Twilight Zone episode called The Dummy. Um, we're seeing that one, probably, probably, but it's it's very, very, very creepy, especially as a, as a kid. Um, yeah. And uh, so, so there, so that that was a thing. There's this movie called Dolls in 1987, I think, uh, which that that threw me that threw me off with uh, porcelain dolls. And dolls are just creepy. Porcelain dolls, especially, are just creepy in general. Yeah, uh, and and I, Sheena's like grandparent on her dad's side or whatever has a house full of them. And guess where we have to stay when we come to visit <laughs> that house? Uh my my kids are not exposed to like horror movies and stuff. Yeah, like much at all, and they're scared. And definitely. they were like, "This house is house kind of creepy. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't think we want to." anyway there's there's this uh at at uh the shower house uh my 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 father and mother-in-law's house he drew mitch mitch drew this picture when he was in high school i think and i think it's of i think it's of like a nun but it's it's kind of creepy and and uh the the dexter won't he won't he won't he doesn't want to sleep in the room with it He's like, can you take that off the wall and turn it around? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no. And I'm like, I don't, I don't blame you. I'm creeped out by it. You should just be like, we have to do that because if we don't, <laughs> she escapes. <laughs> <laughs> she won't be there in the morning. <laughs> uh, but uh, dreams. Click, 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 click. Turn the lights on and off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so that that's that's something tells me of. you've pulled that move on your son. No, you've, no. You've you've you haven't clicked the lights and been like, ooh. Oh well, maybe, but like okay. when he's obviously when Don't he obviously deny. knows I'm joking. Yes, yes. The 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 most I've I've scared somebody long term is my my younger brother Brett. Uh, when he was when he was a uh, when he was a uh, a youngin, like three or four. Yeah, uh, my wall. My bedroom wall was right next to his bedroom wall and his, his bed was right, right against the wall in, in that, in that little uh, divider. And so I just like on the, on the wall, Brett, oh no, it's a spider. Oh no, Brett, there's a spider. And, uh, and then he, he, he freaked out and he was really upset, upset about it. I don't think he's, I don't think he's afraid of spiders still. But he's he still holds it. He definitely instilled some childhood trauma. <laughs> he definitely, which as an older sibling, is our job. Isn't that and what we're right? That's what we're that's what we're there for. That's what we're there for. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> so so, in terms of Halloween traditions, um, I'm, I'm assuming you were a trick or treater for the most part uh, in, in in the early in the early childhoods. Yeah. Um, what was, what was, what was your strat? What was your plan of attack? Were you uh, a pillowcase and go? Were you like 
get out early, stay out late? Um, you, are you, are you strategic about certain houses? Are you just like, you know what, let's get, let's get around this neighborhood and see, and, and, and hope for the best. Yeah. You know, as it depended on where we were, uh, as, as far as I I lived in, I lived in Hacienda Heights for a little bit and I lived in, uh, La La Crescenta, uh, for, for uh, the, the rest of the time. And, uh, I, I think it just depended on the, the group of people I was with or the, the kids I was yeah. with, or uh, if, if my brother, my older brother didn't try to ditch me right away for, for his friends, or I would just go with like my dad or my mom would, would walk. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it's the same street. Look for look for lights. Boom, bing, bang, boom, come mm-hmm. home and be done. I lived in like a, 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 complex of condominiums oh um town townhomes if you will uh which made your uh, like candy ratio per distance way up there right oh yeah. you could hit four houses in like like they're all connected to each other like you could just like door 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 onto the next building <laughs> um so that that was really helpful uh to you know maximize that candy intake um but yeah, I don't know how, how I, I I don't think I ever like left that complex growing up until I like moved away. And at that point I was getting to be a little too old to trick or treat, I think. So, yeah, which is, is a, a touchy subject, but I, I am curious, like, what is that age? What is it? I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's different for every kid, but it's a good question. Like, when, when, when do you stop trick or treating? Well, let me, let me, let me ask you this question with a, a, a an exploratory question which is when a kid comes up to your door what is the age that you look at them and say you're a little too old for this aren't you what is that age <laughs> um if they look like they could beat me up uh, <laughs> if they look like they could legally drive a car they've got a they've got a uh, <laughs> bigger bushier beard than i do yeah. <laughs> um. Honestly, honestly, and that's that is an interesting question because we have become a house uh, over the last shoot almost twelve years that typically is not answering the door unless it's just those early get out while the sun is still high in the sky trick or treaters, um, and we're still trying to figure out costumes and stuff like that, uh. We are like a we're that bowl of candy on the on the front porch house typically because we like to go out with our kids. We can go out trick or treating yeah. with them, uh, you know, around the neighborhood. So we always come back to an empty bowl, and I'm always curious how long has this bowl been empty? Um, <laughs> <laughs> was it empty two sets of trick or treaters after we left? Um, was it was it empty uh, when the first kid saw? It's like take hey, one, take one, dumps the bowl into their one bag. bowl. Got it. Yeah, tricked. <laughs> Got them. Um, trick and treat. Am I right? Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I I'm excited to relatively soon. I think um, move into a period where my kids are becoming less interested with trick or treating. Obviously, my youngest ones are still are still all for it, but. Yeah. I, I kind of dig the idea of being the guy that's like passing out the candy and maybe do my yard up a little bit more, uh, 
especially now that I know that my neighborhood has a competition every year. <laughs> uh, you got a competition. I'm in. I have 360. Competing? Like eight. I'm all about it. I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to compete. <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's go. I'm building, I'm building the tarantula the size of a semi-truck. And it's, <laughs> it's coming out my garage. Um, animatronics. Forget about it. Uh, so yeah, so I have I have a year to plan my whole holiday. Eight, the whole decoration. eight legs. That's right. I, I'm going all I, out. We have some like cheap Nightmare Before Christmas decorations and like an inflatable vampire Mickey. Mm. And I'm like, nope, all that stuff is going out. No. Uh, Store mansion. Uh-uh. Haunted mansion themed decorations happening. 2022 let's go grim nice. grinning ghosts about to win the homeowners association prize <laughs> that's that that's that's awesome that's awesome yeah i i i don't mind doing the just sitting on the driveway and in um letting throwing ki- candy at kids as they walk by yeah 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 like uh last last year in the mixed midst of the pandemic we sat in the the driveway and like we we put the the bowl kind of further down. They said, "There you go. Go ahead and go ahead and take a go and take a piece, right?" Um, and uh, we, we're good with that. And and the uh, and the kid was was good with that too. Like he he was he was he enjoyed being in his Five Nights at Freddy's costume and and just standing there handing out candy and and trying to be creepy. Like he was he was good he was good with that. And, uh, scaring the, scaring the trick or treaters. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and I think he wanted to, he, of course he wanted a trick or treat too. Uh, but he also, he also enjoyed that. It's, it's the same thing with like, uh, the, it's sim, it's similar to like us telling him about Santa. Uh, what about Santa? <laughs> and, uh, and, and having him join in with the magic of, of, of talking about Santa yes. to yes. those, those what's who this? love Santa. What's this? Um, yes. Um, what, what do you, what I, do you, I, okay. I was going to say, uh, our, our mid pandemic, uh, Halloween last year was arguably my kid's favorite Halloween. They, we did just like a small Halloween party for just us. Kids still dressed up in their costumes. They still got a crap ton of candy. Um, but we like had little games. We watched like Hocus Pocus or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and just did a bunch of like Halloween stuff. Uh, Sheena made like cool little, um, snacks and stuff like that. And they're like, this is awesome. And we didn't have to walk miles around our neighborhood. Uh, so <laughs> there was a moment where we were like, you want to guys just want to do that again? I'm like, no, we want to trick or treat. And it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Plus trick or treating underrated way to get to know your neighbors in your neighborhood. <laughs> like you can, this is like, Hey, Oh, yo, you live down here. How's it going? Well, yeah. I, I, I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to ask the, this follow-up question about trick or treating this habit now. It, and it feels like, it feels like it's a, a, a more modern thing. The tradition now where adults <laughs> in, on trick or treat night, they, get their shots and they are making drinks and shit for people in the neighborhood. Is that, is that a recent thing? It feels recent. I'm, I have pretty, um, pretty clear memories of maybe an adult beverage making its way around the, the neighborhood in my youth, um, amongst the parents. 
Uh, but uh, like maybe they'd load up their, uh, you know, like insulated their, their... beverage container. Oh, and, or like uh, their rolly uh, cart, <laughs> you know, like their rolly ice chest. Maybe, like maybe. Um, but you know, they, they they had their own treats that they were taking around. There. I don't but, remember like them being distributed. Off. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, I've, that... I've heard of like people like giving out margaritas to 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 passing parents and things like that. <laughs> which I mean, it's fun. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. I uh, la, la, uh, last year they were like people made Jello shots. People were making like they were like in like little little Tupperware, like little shots of like pineapple uh, mixed drink. Um, they were they they were all out going all out in my neighborhood, and, and uh, it just it's just it's just weird. I mean, how do you how do you feel? Do you think that's do you th- you think that's cool? Or speaking about getting to know your neighbors, I, I mean, feel, I mean, I, feel like I, I think I, it. I have to hang out with them. I, I, <laughs> you yeah, find a drink. I have sex with you. I don't know. <laughs> That is that is the rule, Brandon. <laughs> um, Dick or treat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think it, I think it's cool. I think, I mean, obviously, people need to be. If you're out, if you're walking your kids around at night in the dark, you know, be responsible. Um, but you know, if you want, if you want to partake in some some spirits on a, on a spirited night, uh, you know, that's, your spirit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, you can do that. That's, right. I mean, I'm, I'm not about to, to make a, a, a grog bowl for my, for my front yard, but no, um, I'm too, uh, one, one, I'm too stingy to share my alcohol with strangers. Like this is when I'd go to a, go to a bar or whatever. Uh, and I never understood why why men would buy drinks and even 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 worse than that like a, like i saw this this woman go up to one of my one of my friends and and uh she's like hey you, you want to buy me a drink he's like sure i'm like what the fuck no way man <laughs> no don't That's buy like, it's like it's like 12 bucks don't buy her a drink you dumb shit no if she wants to hang out with you, if she thinks you're cute, then you hang out with her. Um, and and or if she just wants a drink, then tell her fuck off. You know, it's it just doesn't make doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense to me. Um uh the mating rituals of the <laughs> early twenties. And this and this is why when, a, she, when a strange she, and unique practice. When Chelsea she leaves leaves me. I I I'm not I'm I'll never be with another another woman because I'll never I'll never buy him a drink. I think that's the the key. That is that is what has to happen. So <laughs> you'll just be that is why you see all those guys that are just alone at the bars in the middle of the day. It's because <laughs> they never bought anyone a drink and so they're just there with all of their money that they uh didn't spend on other people. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know where that story went. You got a you got a game for me, Brandon? I do. I do, Travis. Yeah, that's right. It, it, this this will be real quick, right? We're getting to the end of the episode, so I've got I've got a couple of different real quick games for you, Travis. Uh, and the games are, I mean, yeah, I don't even know. I don't know even know if this, this will this will be it. Oh, not, not a hunters on there. That's good. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard of that movie. 
Yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, Robert Mitchum. Uh, in a you, you've seen Cape Fear, or or, uh, or heard, heard of, of Cape, Cape Fear? Yes. Yeah. So not I'm doing that. Cape Fear. <laughs> I'm doing Cape Fear. I'm like that movie Cape Fear. Yeah, which uh, makes me assume that somebody holds on to the underside of a car in Cape Fear. I'm pretty sure that Night of the Hunter is uh is well Cape Fear is a remake of Night of the Hunter, which was a 1955 film. And that's your quiz for today. <laughs> Nailed All it. Right. Uh, okay, so I, originally I was gonna go like, hey, tell me based off Rotten Tomatoes what the what are, give me one. Uh, film, what do you think the number one film on the 200 best horror films of all time is? Um, and 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 uh, it uh, it's it's an old it's an old one. It's in the 60s. Night it's, of the Living Dead. It's black and white. Ah, you're close. Night of the Living Dead is 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 a dumb game. No, it's it's Psycho actually. Oh. Uh, yeah. One I've actually seen. Yeah, Psycho, the the Alfred Hitchcock film about uh, communism pervading itself <laughs> through uh, through capitalism. No, uh, so there there are a lot of there are a lot of good uh, two hundred best horror films on, on here. Um, and, but I realize no, you're not going to get any of these. But Night of the Living Dead is on there. It's number twenty two. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, Alien and Aliens is on there. So let's let's move away from that. You you know Stephen King a little bit. You've heard of you good friends. We we heard... we we're pen pals. <laughs> pen 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 pals. Okay, there there are two top tens that I have in front of me. One is two top tens. One of the top tens is the top 10 Stephen King novels based off of a uh, Barnes & Noble list. And the other top 10 is the top 10 Stephen King movies as per Vulture. There are a few movies that, there are a few of these titles that share the same top 10. I want you to give me just give me three if you can give me three movies and or books that are on both top 10 lists you will have won this challenge and we can and we can and we can end starting now i'm gonna go uh currency so um it it calculating calculating it is on this on both lists it is the second book the second top book and it is number eight as far as movies go and uh, are they are they saying the 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 most recent film or the tim curry one it is the the most recent film yeah yep all right that's that's one things get interesting that's one one is the loneliest Stephen King you'll ever know. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery is not on either of these lists, actually. Wow. It, okay. It, it is a. Uh, it's number eleven on the on the uh, the book list. It is not in the top ten for movies. Okay. Um. The Shining. 
Shining Stephen King? Yeah. 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 Let me go with Shining. Shining. Tell you what, Travis, this is a, this is a good one for you. And here's why. Because The Shining is number one on both lists. Boom. Good. It's good. That's right. Um, which means the only other option is Cujo. <laughs> uh, um, Cujo. No. That, uh, you, you know that's not the one you want to guess. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's, what's the one with the, the car that drives itself? Um, uh, that would be, be Christine. Yeah, it's Christine. It's um, no, it's no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, this is just any Stephen King novels. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dude, I... I don't, mm, I'm coming up, I'm coming up on some blanks. So okay, uh, yeah. maybe maybe, uh, maybe a Green hint. Mile, Green Green Mile. Ah, Green Green Mile is uh, is it is not. It's just outside the top ten films. It's just outside the. Oh, it is. It is a top ten of of the books. Okay. Doesn't doesn't quite make it. Uh, alas, alack. Here here's 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 a hint. Here's a here's a hint. They're all gonna laugh at you. For getting, for getting it wrong, they're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh. They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. Uh, Sissy Spacek, Pig's Blood. Oh, John Carrie? Travolta, Carrie. I don't know. I don't know how you did it, but yeah, Carrie. Carrie I, I had no idea that was a Stephen King property at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, it was. It's. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's his first novel, but it's his first movie. Um okay. and uh yeah, successful Carrie. Carrie is number seven and it is number two on the movie list. The other the other the other ones that they share, Travis. Here here we go. Uh the dead zone. The dead zone with uh, uh Christopher Walken. It's number I've heard four. Of that. It's number four on the book. It's number three on the movie list. Uh going on the movies, uh Shawshank is number four, but that's not a book. It's actually part of a collection of stories. Yeah, I thought about Shawshank, but I was like, yeah, I don't think that, I think that there's some sort of caveat. Like, I don't think it counts as a, yeah, because that's a personal favorite of mine. Exactly, exactly right. Uh, Misery is on both lists. It actually, it shares number five on both lists. Um, Creep Show on the movies. Uh, that's, it was, that's not a, that's not a book. Stand By Me is also another one of those, oh. those it's another one. It's another one of those. Not a book. Part of a collection. Uh, it's part of the collection with apt pupil. Uh, as a matter of fact, it, you already said it. Fourteen oh eight is another movie. Uh, and then number ten is uh, the Running Man, which is uh, based off of a uh, Richard his, Richard Bachman. Yeah, yeah, from the Bachman books, which is the only Stephen King material. Not not true. Because uh, I did read Green Mile stuff as well, but I was like, "That's like the only Stephen King stuff I've actually read." Uh, <laughs> but I, I absolutely devoured The Running Man um, in its written form, and I think it is far superior to the Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> classic. Can you? Uh, so I've, I've never read The Running Man. Oh, yeah, it's, it's far go, different. Go get right? it. Go. It's very different. Yes. 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 I mean, obviously, still dystopian society where um, uh, you have to, like, this guy's basically down on his luck to the point where he's 
his family's like starving or whatever. He needs money. Um, so he goes to sign up for this game show. Game shows are the the entertainment of the age. But unlike the movie where they go into this big, crazy arena that they have to survive through, um, he's he is given camera equipment and he is sent out into the world and he is being hunted by these hunters out in the real world. Oh. But he still he still has to um give like he still has to record himself uh to give these updates about him. And so throughout the the story he's like finding ways to disguise where he is and like hide the, the surroundings and stuff because he knows he's required to turn in these these videos, but um, he knows these hunters will probably be able to figure out where he is if if they if he has, gives any clues and stuff. So it's it's this whole story of him actually running from these people that are hunting him, yeah. uh, and not. So it's 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 it is very much like uh, foreshadowing to the reality that we live in now, where <laughs> you know TV reality game shows are uber popular and um squid yeah, game sometimes sometimes squid, squid garm yeah uh <laughs> huh. which i feel like you should watch i still feel like you should watch it i should feel like you should give it a chance um just i don't know i think there's a lot of hype around it i, I mean i thought it was pretty good yeah uh, you know it's not that i don't want to watch it it's just that i i've got too much community to catch up on that is fair that is fair i also just finished uh, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, mm-hmm. I heard Season one, Steve Martin, uh, Martin Short. Uh, Ariana Gomez. Grande. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> other other pop pop sensation. Uh, I do feel like you should give that a shot. Have you have you even watched an episode or anything? No, no. I, I, I haven't. So, so it, the show revolves around podcasting. Like, it's... They they start a true crime podcast. They these these three unlikely friends uh bond over a true crime podcast that they all listen to. And then there turns out that there's a murder in their building. And so they decide to start a true crime podcast about the murder uh that's happening. Um and it's uh it's pretty it's a great cast uh steve martin uh wrote the 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 concept with uh with somebody else um but yeah it's it's it's, it's solid it's it's good it's ba- it's based on an actual podcast isn't it i don't i don't know if that's i think it's i think it's original uh story yeah, an original podcast story maybe it is funny though like um tina fey makes a few appearances as like in like npr style <laughs> podcaster she she has like she has like the serial of 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 the of podcasts and and so she's like this famous podcaster and things like that but huh. um yes yeah, it's, it's good it's good uh, i think it's like 10 to 12 episodes on hulu and they're only like half hour long you could you could, you could chew right through it okay all right, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe if it if it's if it's on the flight from here to to Florida, uh, I'll, I'll I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot. And it's got kind of a cool like mystery to it as well, where you're trying to figure out who done it along with with the people too. So okay, yeah, it sounds sounds good. I I'm I'm excited about it. Um, 
I'll probably wait till after Halloween uh, because if I have free time, I'm watching Community or uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Which give us yeah. a community check. Where are we at in the, in the series? Uh, I am. Where the hell am? Where the hell was it? Last episode. I'm in season two or season two. Uh, I think episode two. Uh, he uh, Jeff found out found the guy who who ratted him out. Uh, got him his job. Got him made partner, and now he's going to leverage him uh, for for stuff later on down the road. Chang is crazy. Uh, Senior Chang is is crazy. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, the, the, the girls tried to, uh, Annie and Britta tried to, uh, raise money for the oil spills. <laughs> and then they, they did some, some wrestling. That's pre- it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, I liked, I liked the end of season one. I think at the end of season one, that's when I was like, like it, it went in a, it, it changed a little bit for me. It wasn't. Like I enjoyed it more, um, and uh, I'm, I'm 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 with it. I'm with. It. I want to keep going with he's it. He's in. He's bought in, ladies and gentlemen. He's gonna he's gonna go. All right. Well, um, yeah. I've I need to find other stuff to watch. So um, <laughs> now that I've gotten through the recent season of oh no, I still have the finale of Holy Moly. Holy Moly. Watch. I've gotten through the most recent Holy Moly, 3D, in 2D. Uh, is is uh, yeah. it the uh, this the the latest season? Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last season was the Tomb of Nefertiti. That was the the finale. Oh, well, I don't know. That's that's the one I'm on. Nine <laughs> nine golfers coming together to to figure out who will go home with $250,000. Very the, exciting. The the finale for Frogger is almost upon us too. <laughs> And and new episodes of Legends of the Hidden Temple are available on the CW app. How 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 is how is that? That that should be the last thing we talk about. I haven't gotten through a whole episode yet, so I can't, I I can't really say. <laughs> it's on it's on the CW app, which means yeah, I, th- pretty- I think it's on Hulu too. Maybe. Okay, I should I should watch an episode. We didn't get accepted to it, no, so there's part we of it. I'm like, nope, you don't want me. I don't want you. Fair enough. Um, it's very true to form. Uh, it's filmed outside, um, but uh, yeah, the the mechanics of the game are very much like the Nickelodeon original. Mm. Even down to the fact that they're like doing cutaway scenes of old stories of you know uh. Mayan legends uh, that they have to then remember the details of to progress down the steps to the temple. The the only. The only critique I've seen, not saying there's not more critiques for the show, but the only critique that I've seen is that it does the typical game show thing where they cut to people doing their like voiceover, uh, like their oh yeah, they do that a lot. Their, their testimonial thing, yeah, like yeah. which that's, which that's like that reality show trope is which, is very much there, which is that's that's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a, it, yeah. Sure. Like, like, Fro- uh, like Frogger doesn't do that. Holy Moly doesn't do that. And I think those shows are better for it. Yeah, I f- okay. All right, podcast run along. Thanks, thanks for thanks for coming here. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk Holy Moly here for a minute. Uh, okay. Um, all right. All right. I want to talk because you're you're the expert. I'm only one season in, but it's is the it, most recent. Season. Is this? Are we done? Did we? Did we? Did we end the episode? 
No, we'll just oh. keep recording, <laughs> okay. and um, you get bonus content if you're listening. If you are one of the people that download this episode, God bless you. You get the. You deserve <laughs> this bonus content. Um, holy moly! All right. Obviously, shot at night. Uh huh. Because it's outside, but it's totally dark. Yeah. Okay. They shoot ten episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, each episode approximately forty-four minutes long or so. Right. Typically for an hour-long primetime television show, counting for advertisements. How long do you think they are actually making that show? Like what do you like production schedule wise? How long do you think Rob Riggle and uh, what's his name? <laughs> oh damn, damn it! I forgot his name all of a sudden. Um, him, uh, the the news, the sportscaster guy, Rob Riggle. Uh, Paul Joe Tessitore. Joe Tessitore. Jesus. Uh, how 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 long are they actually out there? I say. Uh, let's see how how many how many golfers are there? So, in any in an episode, there are eight. If if there if there's like ten episodes, ten or ten or twelve episodes, I would there, say there are ten total with the finale. So I would say I would say actual recording probably two weeks. I would argue 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 away. They shoot all of the golf in one night. Yeah. Yeah. I Maybe don't... that's extreme. Maybe that's extreme. But if you look it's in the details, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you look at you look at what holes they're golfing, right? You yeah. look at the order of the holes they're golfing. You look sure. at the cleanliness of the contestants' clothes between rounds. And I think, like, okay, what is what is eight times nine? That's 72, right? So, <laughs> so that's 72 golfers total uh-huh. on the show. Um maybe they do it in a couple nights but like <laughs> just, i'm i'm, I'm so I, happy I that think, you talk I, yourself out of thinking it's one night i think they could do it i think they could if they're like all right we're gonna you're coming on the show it's we're pulling an all-nighter get your sleep schedule ready but they could across different episodes they could film they could, they could, they could split. film all of the people that are competing on that specific hole in probably like half an hour to an hour like and then and they get all of those holes done they go to the next one you can still maintain your ranking your your tiered system because you would shoot all of the round one holes for the entire season up front so that you would know all of your round two contestants from there because then episode to episode you'll have the jousting the jousting hole, right? That's always a round two hole. And you could, does it make sense for them to, to bring the, what's the, the jousting night 
guy? Like, does it <laughs> does it make sense for them to bring all those gopher costumes out night after night, week after week? No. They're filming every <laughs> version of that hole sequentially back to back in like 45 minutes. How long does it really take to 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 do one of those holes? Right? It's not it's not very long. So so I argue that it, it they might film it all in like one night maybe two for cleanup shots i don't th- I, now now one night i don't think so uh, that I, I i would very very staunchly say no not one night two nights i could i could see that if, if there were if they're if they're if they're they definitely skip. filmed the entire production in less than a week if it's from seven to eleven or, or midnight right sure. Uh, because because union wages they're not they're not gonna be yeah you, you can't can't work can't work too late right there's there's safety things with, that we know about in 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 film yeah that's uh, probably true uh so so got got that I I would I would say at least a couple of days at most uh like a like a week and a half a week yeah maybe they film all of round ones all the round ones. On like a Monday, yeah. All your round twos on a Tuesday. Round threes are going to determine your your finale, folks. On Wednesday, Thursday, maybe you do. Maybe you can get all of your round threes and your finale shot on Wednesday. You gotta, you gotta film Steph Curry. <laughs> on, <laughs> you know, like obviously it's the 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 bulk of that show. That's it's probably my one critique about it because. The the broadcasters crack me up. They are they are hilarious. But the amount of time they spend introducing the contestants is the majority of that show. Because the actual golf does not take as much time. They're all they're all like three putting. I don't know. I think I think it is. It's what? it's a good show. It's, it's not it's not show. just about the, it's it. just not it's not just about the putting though. Like yeah, it's it's a putting, but then it's also them falling in water. <laughs> yeah, and go, which is go, great going going in the the obstacles, getting getting knocked into sludge from the the porta potties on hole number two. Um, like there there is there is some some of that too. Like the the introduce introduction of uh, the contestants that takes all of forty five seconds, and the show. I don't- I I argue it doesn't per like, per per person forty five seconds. All right. I, I'm yeah, on I, that note. Happy Halloween, everybody! <laughs> I next next episode that you watch the finale of Holy Moly. Time it, time it, and then well, the, they're not going to do full intros. Then I will. Then I'll go to to episode. Th- I'm going to uh, go back. I'm going to watch seasons. Two or three or whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. I'm not put off on the show. Think it's great. It feels like you are. It feels like you. It feels like you think that the episodes, which are 42 minutes each, are a majority of introducing the players. There is a there is a fair amount of player introductions happening. (laughs) There's eight of them. Uh There's eight. And and and. and they don't they don't reintroduce the players every time they go up. They introduce them one time, and then and then by, they do that like side by side screen where they're like, 
What yeah. does fails mean but, in those stats? Do you know what I, fails are? Uh, probably when they like fall in and they get a. Uh, but some people have like fails in the like double digits. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they they tried. Listen to... up, Unity. I know that's wrong. <laughs> podcast. We want to know what fails are in miniature golf. So send us an email. Apathetic enthusiasm show gmail dot com. Let us a, know. Let's just uh, tweet uh, Rob Riggle. Fails are. Yeah, tweet at us, Rob Riggle at holymoly.twitter.com. Um, all right, guys, that's, all right. that's our all show. Right. It's getting late. We Whatever. love you. Thank you for being awesome. Have a safe and happy Halloween. You're wrong, go get, Travis. Go get lots of candy and uh, margarita shooters and um, be, be, be amazing. Go, go be spooky. Get some beads. And, uh, and check out Dune. On HBO Max uh, for our Dune Tastic Dune Tacular. Yeah, uh, in two weeks. Either either Dune, both Dunes. Let's hear what you think. Dunes, yeah, both Dunes on HBO Max. Get your spice <laughs> and bring it back in two weeks for a spicy episode of Apathetic Enthusiast. The sleeper will awaken. Sandworms. <laughs> uh, all, right, all right, that's it. Until the next time, I'm Travis. I'm Brandon. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.